the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about that hairy bitch who got cast in Oz the Great and Powerful are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Toto? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> Admit it, you were all thinking we were talking about Mila Kunis just because she's Greek. <laughs> a little hostile, a little hostile uh, right out of the gate. I guess. It's Wizard Welcome, Greek listeners, uh, to the Toad Up Network and the Movie Guys Live. And my son's a homosexual, and I love him. I love my dead gay son. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together every Thursday here at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 10 Eastern, right at the ToadOpNetwork.com. And on iTunes, we take every show we do here and uh, put it on iTunes about, what, about an hour after it's done. And you can go there and get it and listen to us if you don't want to look at us. It's it fine. takes about an hour to go to space and then back down to your computer. Yeah, That's no big bad. thing. That's all we do for you. It's just going to space for you. Is all. <laughs> uh, with every movie guy's show, we bring you all sorts of original comedy. We got rants, we got sketches, characters, jokes, bits, and more. So you can expect that in the next hour as we preview the newest releases. So fear not, there will be no spoilers. Good. We've just seen the trailers like you, and we're going to talk about them, and of course, add our comment. And that's also known as makeup shit. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm Paul Preston here with Karen Volpe, Adam Witt, and Lee Caius. Today we'll be previewing the indie thriller Dead Man Down. And the historical epic Emperor will have a quick rundown of what's new in movie news. And in the second half of the show, a preview of... Kansas is full of good men. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be a good man. Jeez, this sounds a like a serious one. movie. I don't, I don't know what that could be. That's very exciting. <laughs> uh, first of all, I need to give a shout-out to two folks who made the show great last week. Fred Mowry yes. calling in as yes. Steve Lombardi, the wrestler. That was great. Wait a minute, Paul. You mean to tell me that wasn't the real Steve Lombardi? We the, did a bit. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Crippler. I know. With his finishing move, the Cleveland Steamer, for anybody <laughs> who didn't hear last week's show. All I've ever wanted to do was meet Steve Lombardi, and I thought... Last week was my time. No. And actually, I guess for anybody who doesn't know, Steve Lombardi was a famous stiff back in the day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jobber. It was just like it would always be Hulk Hogan and then Steve Lombardi, and you knew Steve Lombardi was going down. If Superfly <laughs> Snooka was wrestling Saturday morning, yeah. he was wrestling Steve Lombardi. And beating him. And beating him. <laughs> uh, also, special thanks to Ripley Filippowicz, who was the voice of the uh, creepy kid singing. So we're glad. That she, was a great segment. She was yeah, in our holiday special a couple of years ago. Whenever we need a kid who's talented we go to her so yeah hopefully great. she won't grow up too much you know why she's good know. you know why she's good because she does she actually is an actor yes this is i didn't get to this last week but this is what bugs me about child child actors oh yes is they always act like they think children should uh, act yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. they should know what children act well, like because they're children I'm but they don't, don't. and that's yeah. weird yeah you know why she doesn't do that have you ever met her dad no Ugh. big man yeah he he's awesome he's uh very serious you don't mess with the dude. They're Lutheran? <laughs> yeah, yes, he's a Lutheran. No, his name is Luther. <laughs> there are, you know, adult actors who are like that, though. I know how to play a yeah, postman. No, you know, and it's like, Her dad you can is tell it's like a horrible that. thing. No. So. The good news is sometimes Paul does his audition videos, and uh, Paul has a production company, too. And so I'll come home, and Michael will be over getting prepared to do a scene. And usually he's auditioning for these sexy vampires. So he's in the kitchen <laughs> with Wait a, a minute. This sounds off. like it might be catching on. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the kitchen. 
picture with his shirt off, and he's just been doing like push-ups, so he's all really, shirtless. Really, Paul? You got her to believe that's why there's a half-naked man in your kitchen? So my point is, nice. thank you, Ripley, and thank you, Fred. <laughs> Let me see if I can ever pull that one up. Uh, honey, the woman in the kitchen is shirtless because we're... Uh, Karen's latest tangent brought to you by nothing. <laughs> All right, I, you know, let's, I take uh, a little little fault for that. Let's start I, with yeah. a, let's start the show off as if we haven't already oh, with okay. another round of what you see this week, oh, which needs a theme song. I got to write that down. We're gonna make a theme song for what you what see. What you week. see this week? It's new. It's what like you that. see this week? Yeah. <laughs> right. Just play that next week and add some music uh, behind it. Uh, uh, okay. I saw Catch Me uh, If You Can. Yeah. Um, oh maybe. yeah. Wow. They've seen it before. I've seen it a hundred times before, and I was explaining to Adam, this is fast approaching a few good men status with me. Now, as you it's all a big know, scale for him. A big a deal. few good men is probably my favorite movie in the world. Now, oh. it's not the best movie, although it's pretty damn close. Pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Because there really isn't a wasted word or no, line no. or moment Smooth. in that movie. I have to add to my right? list of it's movies. Sorkin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. But the thing about a few good men is that I can watch it anytime. It it doesn't require that emotional investment that say like a Fight Club or even on the waterfront or something you know big and heavy does. Yeah. And and Catch Me If You Can is the same way. It's a great movie. It's got enough drama in it, but not too much. You're not going to sweat it too hard. And Leonardo's just wonderful. And it's got a great gray suit. I the Bond, can't wait. The James Bond. Gray we love suits. gray suits. Yeah. I have to see that. Uh, now, yeah, the other, real quick, the other thing is that it was on TV and on the shelf behind me in DVD form. <laughs> that happens, right? I, whenever that happens, I, I say yeah. to myself, I should just get up and put the DVD no. in. No, no, I'm going to nope. spend the four hours watching it on TV. God, yeah. God meant though. you to only watch that part of it. Like, you just, that's, that's some other force saying, ah, the first act's not that great. Testament to how great Tom Hanks is, though. He was in that movie and Road to Perdition the same year. Two completely different performances mm -hmm. wow. from a guy you think you know what you're going to get every time, and you just don't. But in both movies, he wore a great gray suit. <laughs> Killed more guys in Perdition. Yeah, yeah that, he, that's, he, he I want to say blood on his gray suit in the other movie. I want to say there's a difference between the comfort movie and the favorite movie because, as I said to yeah. Paul, you know, I'm a huge Paul and I are huge Raiders of the Lost Ark fans, the original Star Wars, but. That's not a comfort movie in some ways because there's a stress. I have to watch the whole thing. I can't watch part of it. I have to set aside the full amount of time, and there's a pressure to it. Whereas a few good men, you can just well, I we can. I, I can out walk. Pinley. Can you come I in and know. out of that? I can come in and out of it, but I don't. Yeah, I always watch the whole thing, which is the point <laughs> behind having it on DVD versus watching the four-hour version on TBS. Is that oh right? Because there's commercials. I'm right? going to lose a whole afternoon watching yeah. a movie that I could bang out in about an hour and a half. See, and the great thing about Pulp Fiction, another one of my favorite movies of all time, is it's separated into chapters. So once you mm -hmm. get watching and you realize you're neglecting everything you're supposed to be doing that yeah. day, the chapter ends. You can go, okay, well I'm out. Yeah, I can get out of it now cleanly and be okay. I'll pick uh, it up the next time at. Marcellus Wallace's wife. Yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> At Zed. And uh, yeah, take it from there. Did you see anything, Paul? I did. Yeah. I saw Pretty in Pink for the first time in my life. <laughs> oh, oh, Movie Jail. That's a Movie Jail movie. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Seen it? You should have seen it by now. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, go to Movie Jail. You got to. Well, yeah. it, it, it sort of happened. It could be out of Movie Jail seeing it, though, right? It, yes. It sort okay. of happened right. by accident, though. So I do want to take. Visiting. I want to. I don't want people to think Paul was all excited. Yay, I'm going to see Pretty in Pink. He was all excited to see Annie Hall. And so we started watching Annie Hall, 
and I started not being able to deal with Woody. I cannot deal with Woody. He's the good whole, in that one. Oh, my God, really? Oh, Lord. Um, well, here's my problem. Wait, was that the one where he played the neurotic yes. guy? Yes. Yes. Who Low self-esteem, yeah. intellectual. Uh, may or may not I be Jewish. I'm not sure. I can't quite okay. understand yeah. why Annie, like at the beginning, you get the idea that Annie and he are not together. Then you start to see a couple of clips, and you go, no wonder you're insane. Oh, wait a minute. Annie it's Hall is so the name of a person? Yeah. I thought it was a building. See? No. I don't know. It's the name of a sled. I All guess it is a guy movie. <laughs> Doesn't Steve Lombardi uh, wrestle at Annie Hall? No. I, he could, she's a jobber. But I guess it but, is a guy movie then because, you know, we're, we're in love with Diane Keaton and she's like that cool she girlfriend. Was great. And she represents, you know. But some, there's something about it. It is a little dated. Only in that those it, it kind of broke ground in the way it did. It's, yeah. it's sort of absurdist comedy and brought it and broke the wall and brought in crazy characters. That's been done a lot now. Yeah. So I bet you in 77 they went, whoa, best picture over Star Wars. And now I, I probably no, wouldn't no. get that. Well, it's got that, I mean, it's got that family guy cutting in a weird way. All of a sudden you cut back to him as a kid and then you, yeah. you know, and it gets its joke in like he lives under the roller coaster and it cuts back or whatever. And, it, and then to me watching it, that just seemed normal. Yeah. So it wasn't so groundbreaking. So, and his being neurotic, <laughs> But speaking of movie jail, then going yes. then I have not seen any all. Oh. oh, although I've seen every other Woody Allen movie. So I've, I've seen, seen any. about fine. twenty minutes of it. Don't. So anyway, so I couldn't great, take it anymore. Fine. And we were watching a VHS, which, by the way, is strange because it makes a little <laughs> little noise. Oh, you watched it on VHS? Yeah, it was, a line on top line on top. Uh, it was yes. very strange. Oh, you couldn't get the tracking. No, uh, not Remember it's tracking? <laughs> I'm adding that to the list. I have a list of things of like you know you can tell what age you are. Like for example, I remember getting up to change the channel, oh. but tracking is one of them. Changing the tracking to yeah, get a movie in. You don't do that on the DVD. No, no. but no. so we we wanted to find something else to watch. And we were flipping through Netflix, and of course we didn't want to buy anything. And I saw Pretty in Pink, and I got all excited. And Paul said, "Oh, watch then." That's one that you had to have watched at the time. Yeah, I tried a couple years and ago. And I think you need fun. to be a girl. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's kind of a girl it's movie. It's a little angsty, so I, I feel it. more the Breakfast Club Weird Science. It's a Sixteen Candles. But that's for the the Breakfast Club. I liked well enough, but love Pretty in Pink spoke to me. They were literally, he, I don't know how John Hughes got inside my little adolescent head, but he was literally, she was saying things I said. I can see that. Yeah. Like, I was the kid that didn't fit in, who had all these ideas, and yeah. I had a ducky. I had that guy. He was great, <laughs> but we weren't going to date. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with him. And then, Dude's the more, only thing I missed, yeah. though, was the you. And you didn't come in until later. And when I first met Paul, I swear to God, he looks just like the hottie. Well, he does look like Andrew. You look a little oh, like Andrew McCarthy. You could be I Andrew saw, McCarthy. I was at college. I, wish. I came around the corner of college, and there was this guy standing there. Who was the guy in Pretty and Pink? And I went, <laughs> But him and Spader. Yeah. Oh, sorry, like, sorry. Oh, well, what, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounded like that was good. But these guys wore suit coats. Bottom line, these guys wore suit coats in high school. What kind of high school was that? Spader was full Don Johnson, head to toe with the white. He was really good. Tough turf. He comes from tough turf. He does. Yeah. He was fabulous. He was good in that. Pretty good Howard Deutsch film. Anyway, for as far as Howard Deutsch films go, not quite great outdoors. A little less than some kind of wonderful. Of the Howard <laughs> Deutsch films, Supreme Peak is up there. All right. Oh, if I only have my deep reference. Uh, but Dutch. I don't. You know what I do have? Uh, I got a clip here I want to play. It's our theme song for something we're going to cover that we haven't covered in a while. But every once in a while, we like to do what the other movie podcasts do and just cover movie news. Oh, okay. uh, so, uh, you know. Let's yeah, get in some news. We don't. Because we are journalists, first and foremost. First <laughs> yes, and get foremost. your news from us. Not here to entertain. And a little something we call the latest. 
Okay, what is shaking? <laughs> what is shaking and baking in Hollywood? Our first story: okay. Harrison Ford has been cast in a seemingly unlikely for him movie. He'll be playing a Tom Brokaw type newscaster in Anchorman Two. Looks like a good move for a guy who could stand to appear in an all-out popular movie. And there may be no comedy more anticipated this year than the further adventures of Ron Burgundy. So. Stay classy, Han Solo. Thoughts, Adam? Harrison Ford is playing Tom Brokaw? I wasn't aware that Brokaw was such a pothead. Mm, Karen? Oh, I haven't seen Morning Glory. I hope that I won't be lost when I go to see Anchorman 2. Lee? Spoiler alert, the camera crew for Harrison's character shoots first. All valid points. <laughs> That's a kooky joke. joke. That, that is, is a kooky joke. joke. Deep reference. It took me forever to figure out... Deep, yeah. It took me forever to figure out what the big deal was. Because you would hear oh, the phrase, yeah. Han Solo shoots first, or is it... Which creates yeah, such a wonderful, such a badass, you know? I hope, hope he'd shoot first. <laughs> because they, they, make the, they still make the parody pornos with the, they did Star Wars. Do they, Adam? They do. <laughs> okay. They do. They made them back in the day, but they called them Sex Wars back in the day. Now it's like, you got some, you know, triple X Star Wars. Hard but, Solo. Yeah. Hard Solo. They're up to episode 40 to now. I gotta this. hope that they say That's... Han Solo shoots first in that movie, right? <laughs> You did catch that. That's low-hanging fruit for porn. Even for porn people. Even porn people know it. And that's Anchorman 2. Next up, (laughs) Kevin Costner is set to appear in his sixth sports movie as the general manager of a football team in Ivan Reitman's upcoming draft day. The production will feature an NFL team and shoot in that team's city, and it seems that Cleveland is the winner of that lottery. And Costner's character will manage the Browns. Mm-hmm. Cleveland recently be- beat out Buffalo in a bidding war that sent the production to Ohio because Cleveland could offer the production more incentives. Thoughts? Karen? Damn. The Bills can't even win a movie. Lee. <laughs> this is good because Cleveland's a city where the $55 you get for being an extra will be an economic stimulus. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> yes, this is Costner's sixth Sport mo- sports movie and uh, his third set in a barren post-apocalyptic wasteland. Interesting. <laughs> Discuss. I'm from Cleveland, so I know how painful all of this really is. I'm from Buffalo, so I know how painful it is <laughs> not to be picked. It's so sad. Well, I want to say uh, we counted up his sports movies. Yes. I don't think you can count American Flyers because he wasn't known as a guy who was in sports movies until Bull Durham, uh, Field of Dreams, and then, you know, Tin Cup and all those. But those, the two of his first out of the gate were those baseball movies. So you can't count him as a cycling Flyers. drama. Yeah, you can't was he count. doping? So we, can, we have to take <laughs> we it have off the to record. Take it away from him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm taking American Flyers away from him. That's yeah, not that's a proper. It. He's going to go on Oprah to try and get it back. <laughs> that's not a proper Kevin But Kevin Costner is the manager of the Cleveland Browns. As if being a Cleveland fan wasn't hard enough. This is. Oh. <laughs> I love Costner. Now, speaking of Kevin Farming. And he's good looking. I don't think that. He's, you know. You know. More than Art Modell. Oh. Especially now. Those are... Oh, yeah. What am I going to make a too soon Art Modell joke? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean... No. <laughs> greatest, greatest thing I ever saw. I went and visited uh, Lee once upon a time, and they had above the stoplights, they have little traffic, oh, you know, yeah. LEDs that say, like, traffic ahead or whatever. And this is right after the Browns left, and I was driving through Cleveland, and it said right next to the red light, Art Modell, rotten hell. <laughs> The city wrote that on the streets for everybody to see. That says something. Now it says Art Modell, comma, LeBron, rotten hell. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys a choice. I can either tell my Mary Brown story, who is the widow of Paul Brown. She might be dead now. Paul Brown's Bengals. Yeah, well, that's the other part of the story. Or my uh, personal friend Tom Berenger's story. Got a lot of news. Which one's quicker? 
neither of them. I'm telling them both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, we'll do a bonus thing for the uh, website. We'll do the <laughs> Here's the, here's the real quick version. Mary Brown called Art Modelo bastard. Oh, okay. To me. That's to you. Oh, to you personally. Oh. She came up to me personally. Did she, she said, roll over and say it before no, you had a cigarette? No, she is an alumni oh. of my university. I went to an alumni little get together, <laughs> and I said, you know, I'm a big fan of the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, I'm not familiar with your husband, but you know, blah blah blah. And she's like, oh. And this was right after Art Mel Art Modell had taken the team, and all she says to me, she takes my hand, shakes my hand, she goes, that Art Modell's a real bastard, isn't he? And walked away. I'll Ooh, tell you that. Yeah, and you didn't even have to sleep with it. Tin yeah. Cup. Right. I think he was in Tin Cup too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm back on okay. the topic. Oh, the biggest. Okay, uh, let's yes. move on to James yeah. Bond. The biggest, I gave you a choice. Yeah, I, I actually, I like the story that you told about hey. how the old uh, st- stadium is in the lake. Yeah, we sunk it. We drove. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Even Buffalo has to dive done that. down. Bitter and- much? <laughs> Cleveland. All right, let's get on to the next story. The biggest Bond awesome. film of all time is officially Skyfall, nice. grossing over $300 million domestically and over a billion worldwide. That puts it over $130 million ahead of the second-place Bond movie of all time domestically, and that means it's grossed nearly twice what the second-place Bond movie of all time has internationally. It's a bona fide hit. Yet, Academy Award-winning director Sam Mendes will not return for another go-round with James Bond, leaving the question, who will direct the next 007 adventure? What do you see, Adam? I'm thinking uh, Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfinger. <laughs> Isn't that a porn title? Uh, <laughs> I think some of these will be. Karen? Or Martin Scorsese presents Goldfellas. <laughs> you referring to balls? Oh, yes. you're right, you're right. That's... Another porn. What? Lee? Mel Brooks's From the Borscht Belt with Love. <laughs> None of us are going to make a porn out of that. I want to go see Woody Allen's Live and Let Wine, but you probably don't want to see that now. Do you? No. Am I the only one there? All right, what no, else no, you no. got? Go ahead. Rapid fire. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's A View to a Kill Bill. <laughs> Karen? Christopher Nolan's You Never Only Live Twice Again Forever. <laughs> I see, I'd see that movie in a second. Lee? Tim Burton's Frankenraker. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I got one. Anything else? Yes. Oh, I got a two. I, I have one. Tyler Perry's Medea's Don't You Never Die, based on the novel Push by Ian Fleming. <laughs> Don't you never die. That's good. Is there a final one? Anybody? Yes, I think we're all anxiously awaiting Michael Moore directing Bowling for Pussy. <laughs> name of the same movie. Gosh, I remember the Saturday nights around the TV watching Bowling for Pussy. Bowling for Pussy. (laughs) Now, this is, uh, you just watched all the Bond movies, Adam, when Skyfall came out. Every single one of them, and have read the books and listened to every single soundtrack. Yes. Interesting fact for you. uh, If you adjust it all for inflation, the biggest Bond movie of all time is Thunderball. (gasps) Thunderball. Interesting. Followed by Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Then Skyfall. Wow. That means if you charged if you charged twelve fifty or whatever it is now to, wow. to see Thunderball, it'd be that is it would amazing. Five hundred million dollars. Skyfall has made a t- that is a ton of money that Skyfall's made. Oh, I'm very glad that Sam Mendes is leaving. It is a it is a radical <laughs> step. It is a radical step that the Bond series, having watched all of them recently, it's a radical step to get good directors. It's all, it was it's always just like the stunt idea. coordinator of the yeah, previous yeah. one. Totally. Or, yeah. Guy Hamilton. Guy Hamilton, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've, uh, John Glenn. Yeah. Not the moon guy. Wait. I was like, yes. wait, this One in. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next, here's the next story. Is it confirmed yeah. or is it not? Carrie Fisher says she'll be reprising the role of Princess Leia. Her publicity team countered that that has not been made official yet. Mm. 
Now George Lucas himself says they're on the final round of negotiations with her, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill. Thoughts on Fisher's return to the sticky bun haircut, Adam? Uh, well, despite insistence to the contrary, she's already showing up on set in her slave outfit. <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> you know, I, I'm actually uh, kind of jealous of her because I wish I could live my life like she does. You know, completely nuts, without a care, fat, <laughs> drooling, completely unencumbered with thought. <laughs> you mean you don't? Well, yeah. you know, Karen. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I actually just hope that she's okay. I mean, Margot Kidder, she ended up naked in someone's backyard in Brentwood when yeah. she was off her meds. This is fascinating. Mm -hmm. But now, before we discuss actually concerning yeah. that, there's a whole other story that's developed around what oh. you're talking about. I don't, yeah, I don't when, like this one bit. What? Go when ahead. we were doing jokes about this, I started Googling her and I was reading and I found out that just last week, and this is true, Carrie Fisher was on a cruise ship, the Royal Caribbean, and she was hospitalized because she went off her meds and she had this really eccentric show where it turns out that she was rambling, slurring her speech, singing off key on stage, and her teams, a team of people, she has a team, they said it's because of her bipolar disorder and her medication needed to be altered. <laughs> but in her defense. But she was there yes. to do her one-woman show okay. and then lost it and went apeshit. But in her defense, she was, let me quote you, yeah. rambling, yes. slurring her speech, and singing off key yeah. on a cruise ship. Yes. They have karaoke on cruise ships, right? <laughs> that's, that's what you do on a cruise ship. All right, yeah. lastly. No, we didn't mention the part where she picked up her dog's <laughs> urine. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. dog peed on such bury it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't part. need that out there. Yeah, it's yeah. already been buried. Yeah, okay. keep it buried. Uh, now, in a, in a, lastly, in an attempt to cash in Avengers-style DC Comics is in negotiations to lure Christian Bale to a Justice oh, League of America so movie to play Batman. Your thoughts? Uh, he said he'd only do it if uh, Ryan Reynolds was also in it, right? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's my lantern. <laughs> I will come in with him. He's my lantern. lantern. That's awesome. I, that's the only. I mean, that's a because everybody would have such worries. Like Marvel pulled off a weird triple pirouette off of the Grand Canyon with the Avengers. Like that just shouldn't. Still, when I watch it, I'm like, this shouldn't exist. Like it's just yeah, a weird totally. thing that way. So Justice League, everyone's like, uh, well, DC first of all screws up a lot. Well, you're gonna be excited because uh, anyway. we have some clips of this not yet made film. Nice. Oh my so goodness. I want to play for it. It's authentic. I know, it's pretty cool. Uh, we've got, uh, let's play a bit of this, of this, of the scene for everybody, an exclusive clip only here you can find on the movie, guys. Now what happens it's in this Available scene? on iTunes and Stitcher and Uh This is where <laughs> Superman and Batman first meet. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that'd be nice. cool. Okay, let's play a little clip. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Give me a fucking answer! <laughs> Oh, that's a different course than I thought they would so go. Going well. you know what? Bad day. I can understand this Batman. <laughs> I understand him a lot better. Yeah, well, here's another clip. But on the whole, you know, I mean, uh, meeting you and, gosh, on the whole, I'd say it's been swell. Oh, da -da -da -da. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody talks like that to Superman. Oh, that's amazing. They have this, yeah. this testy relationship. Testy might be an awkward word, but you know what I mean. quite dynamic. Well, let's hear it on another clip. Well, I certainly hope this little incident hasn't put you off flying, miss. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. Oh, good for you! <laughs> Fuck's sake, man, you amateur! <laughs> I, I don't understand how they're going to work together. This, is the, this I, is the drama of the movie. That's what's going to be tough, and then Ryan yeah. Reynolds comes in and says something funny. We should have put Van Wilder into this <laughs> clips <laughs> to get a proper feel of the Justice League movie. Yeah. Hey, I want to. we've only got a few minutes here. I want to crank out our preview of Dead Man Down, if we can. We yeah. might go a couple of minutes late into the break, but... Um, We'll make that up on the other side because this movie looks awesome. So that was the latest. Yeah. This is our cue, Karen, to back away from the microphones. Let, Let the happen. boys do their thing. Let's review this, some bitch. 
Well, the Academy Award for Best Trailer goes to this movie. Mm-hmm. When our show is done, do yourself a favor and see the preview for Dead Man Down wherever you have to. iTunes, YouTube, what have you. If uh, after watching this trailer you don't want to see this movie, then clearly your sense of intrigue is beyond calculation. Yeah, do you need more movie in your movie? Because according to IMDb, the plot of this movie is as follows. In New York City, a crime lord's right-hand man is seduced by one of his boss's victims, a woman seeking retribution. Is the victim dead? How can she be if she's seeking retribution? And the right-hand man's boss is the crime lord, right? Yeah. So it's I mean it's a little confusing. It is. And the trailer doesn't even offer much of an explanation either. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I can't quite tell who's fucking who and who's fucking who over. Yeah. <laughs> But here's what we can tell. Yes. Somebody killed somebody, and now somebody has to die. There's so much happening in this. It doesn't matter what the fuck the plot is. No. The challenge will be seeing how they can cram all this awesomeness going on in this preview into a feature-length movie without taking 12 hours to do it. This looks like my favorite type of art film. One with lots of guns and crime where evil <laughs> bastards pay in blood. This uh, latest excuse for Terrence Howard to be weepy on screen... <laughs> Stars Colin Farrell as the star. Sorry, Terrence Howard. That's just how it is. Now, you got to admire Colin Farrell. A guy, this guy plays to his strengths. Instead of flailing around in a rom-com with Jennifer Aniston and Katherine Heigl. Gerard Butler reference. <laughs> Last month, Safe Haven used Landslide in that trailer. Now, Dead Man Down features Shine on You Crazy Diamond, which we played at the top of our show. Did every motion picture studio become the 17th caller at Classic Rock Station 95.5 KLOS? Where you can listen to Heidi and Frank, by the way, mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. Simulcast right here on ToadUpNetwork.com. Numi Rapace's character Beatrice catches Fer- Farrell's victor rubbing someone out and blackmails him into making someone kick the bucket for her, or she'll tell someone about all the people he's made by the farm. Now, I have a feeling it all plays like a reverse double Fargo times Nikita. But don't quote me on that. Well... I'm, who would? Yeah, okay, that's a little complicated. Wow. That is very complicated. I point is, this movie that. looks badass to the bone. It does. It looks really cool. Yeah. And it looks like lot. there's probably going to be lots of sort of everybody, you know, uh, playing different sides. And, you know, they're trying to take uh, Terrence Howard down. He's a crime boss. And, and you know, Colin Farrell does his best work in Indies. That takes Seven Psychopaths in Bruges. The and, sex uh, tape he made. Oh, I saw crazy that. Heart. I take that over any of the Fright Night yeah. Total Recall any day. Yeah. I mean, so as long as he although, sticks with that, we're in good Although shape. that was a good Fright Night remake, and he was a big part of it. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> different show, different Hooked show. Done the old. Okay. Yeah. Too many topics we're doing the next show. Movie jail. Fright Night argument. <laughs> yeah. Remake well, argument. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Deep tease that. I'm sure everyone will tune in next week to hear us discuss <laughs> the two Fright Night remakes. Fright Night remakes. <laughs> what are the qualitative differences? Oh, uh, I think that's, uh, you know, anytime you bring up the Fright Night remake, it's time for a break. Yeah. I can't take much more. Back in a bit. All right. You know the rules. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. 
Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. Feeling down, depressed, just don't feel like getting out of the house anymore? We'll do it anyway. Sounds like it's time. Ticketstime.com, that is. Ticketstime.com has tickets for sports, concerts, and theater just waiting for you to buy. Did your favorite concert sell off? We have tickets at Ticketstime.com. Did you miss your favorite team's last game? Don't miss the next one. Log on to Ticketstime.com. Is there a play you've been dying to see but haven't had the time? Well, make the time at Ticketstime.com. Everyone needs some relaxation time, so remember to make some time at Ticketstime.com. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Don't stay in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm listening to that song. Right right if you want to stay healthy, get the hell out of Hollywood. Is that Jerry Reed? <laughs> no, no. Is that the In the Summertime? It's that guy, right? The winner is that. Uh, welcome back to Movie Guys Live here on the Toad Up Network. Uh, no more messing around. we got to get to what is, quote, unquote, the big movie this week. But what Hollywood is hoping will break the box office slump for 2013. Yes, Adam? But if we have time at the end of the show, what will we do? Because <laughs> we'll we skipped it. Scandinavian Anagram Challenge. Yeah. Scandinavian okay. Director Anagram writing. Challenge. We have too to, much as as ever, We bring you too much too damn much show. show. <laughs> we couldn't even thank Fred Maury last week. There's just so much <laughs> too show. Too much show. Okay. All right. But now it's time to cover Sam Raimi's Oz, the Great and Powerful. Here, let me start things off with a clip. Every time I have to take a shit to move the pieces, that's why I'm fucking losing. Because you suck. You oh, I'm sorry. Wait a second. That, that's Oz, the TV show. Oh. That is not Oz. <laughs> it was a great sorry. and powerful drama. How many shits are you taking during a single game of chess? I know you're getting up a lot. Hey, this must be it. Okay. Ah, are you ready, comedy partner? Waka waka. Okay, now that was. Frank Oz. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. I, am, I am ready, comedy I think partner. I'm unaware of what this film is actually about. But thankfully, know. I have it on paper right yeah. here in front of me, so maybe I should just refer to that stuff right. messing around. Karen, let's preview this movie. 
This Friday, audiences will be saying, we're off to see the wizard as L. Frank Baum's Oz hits the screen for the first time since 1985's Return to Oz. Will Oz the Great and Powerful be as charmingly disturbing as that movie? Let's find out. It's the Wizard of Oz Origins Wolverine, as Oz the Great and Powerful gives us the backstory of the wizard. The original The Wizard of Oz might as well have been called the Dorothy of Kansas for all the screen time the wizard actually got. The title was always that movie's biggest flaw. Yeah, a revisionist Wizard of Oz. Now, let's see. I didn't see any zombies or werewolves or Draculas. Oh, wait, but it does have witches. Uh -huh. Okay, never mind. But uh, wait, are they hunky, sexy, and teenage? Paul. I this, hope so. Yeah, that'll bring in the, the crowd. Paul, this story is about a small-time magician ah. and huckster named Oscar. Uh, Who is swept to uh, Oz by a twister during dimensional rift tornado season in fantasy Kansas. The Kansas where exciting things happen. Uh, and, and it's Kansas, like the way I said. Yeah, I guess Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt's research was worthless. Then. Mm, Once in Kansas, Oscar finds himself in the middle of a war of sorts between the good witches, played by Rachel Weisz and Michelle Williams. And you, and you, and you, and you were there. And what I've fantasized <laughs> to be a very, very, very good witch, Mila Kunis. Oh. And the bad witch. Now, see, here are the sexy uh, witches. <laughs> All right? What I like to call them switches. Yeah. Wait, I don't do that. Actually, no. nobody calls them. <laughs> they're just hot broads on broomsticks, if you know what I mean. You know, if they were gay, they could be switches. Like, if they were bi... I haven't seen the movie. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Again, no spoilers here. All right. There is a prophecy to be fulfilled, as there always is. Oscar's <laughs> illusions and tricks convince Oz that he's the chosen one. You are the chosen one! Star Wars Episode Three. Yes! <laughs> yes! <Okay>. He has <laughs> been brought to pour a cup of water on the Wicked Witch for all mankind. He's not the chosen one, but he might just become that in order to save them. Thank God they're finally answering all the... Questions I didn't have after seeing Wicked. <laughs> now, before you get too excited about the possibilities, you should go into this just a little sad because uh -huh. Robert Downey Jr. was originally cast as the wizard. But, but he can't be in everything. That would drive him to drink. <laughs> so true. James Franco lives off Downey's table scraps. Like the original The Wizard of Oz and the Baby Boom Generation, this movie starts out in black and white and then turns to color. <laughs> This time, though, it's all in 3D. Ooh, sure, it costs an extra three bucks, but do you really want to see Oz in anything other than 3D? It's Oz. Seriously. Although this looks like Tim Burton's Oz. You know, I was just thinking when you said, <laughs> when you were saying that, I just realized that, again, much like Les Miserables, Wicked was in 3D when I first saw it as well. Well, that was a play. Yeah, right? and it was a musical. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's interesting that they're doing this. And there's certainly more room for more storytelling in this Oz because Frank L. L. Frank Baum created 17 books wow, about really? the land. 17 And you know most stories. of them sucked. Probably. Well, he only had one produced, <laughs> they right? They did. Uh, probably. Well, finally, this is a movie that uh, being completely stoned for helps both the audience and James Franco. <laughs> All right. Oz your big time movie for this weekend. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, what could have been? Oh, God. No Iron Man 3, perhaps? Oh, well, 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 never right, mind. Never mind. <laughs> right. we'd rather Those are your that. choices. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm right. choosing. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're less than two months from that. Oh, yeah, oh. the preview's fantastic. Yeah, I Iron Man 3 I love how a, a, a preview of us is kind of just talking <laughs> about the upcoming Iron Man. So many other things that are worth discussing, but... No, no, no. This, but it's uh, cool though. Another movie set in the Oz universe. I'm up for that. But hilariously, 17 books. I don't think this is based on one of them. Probably not. No. I heard oh, an interview with Sam Raimi this morning. <laughs> probably Kurtzman and Orsi. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. guys. 
I, I think it's a completely, and it's not a remake of a movie that already explains the origins of Oz. Apparently, there is actually a story, no, but not the guy. I think so. No. Yeah. You haven't seen Wizard of Oz in a while. I think it stars Michael Jackson and <laughs> Diane. Ah, and, no? and they're easing on down the road. Diane yeah. Keaton? What, where no, are we going? Diane Keaton. Oh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Diana, Diana Summers? Diane Ladd. <laughs> Diane Lane. And Diane Michael Lane. Jackson. Uh, in the Wiz. Shut up. Yeah. Hey, man, if this oh. one's successful, we could do an all soul version of this. We could have, like, you know, Jay Z. Medea could come uh, in and start right. singing about Beyonce. it. Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce. And Little John every once in a while is yelling shit in the background. That's what he does, right? Slave a Slave could be one. One of the lollipop guild? <laughs> what? Flavor Flav? I like Yeah, him. we represent yeah. the lollipop guild, yo. Oh, that would be a rocking song, actually. That'd be you. nice. The lollipop. The remix. And they could make three of him so that he could dance with himself. Patent pending, patent pending. Patent pending. pending. <laughs> uh, but here, I, I do want to submit yes. a conundrum submitted uh -oh. by Steve Schultz, writer and contributor yes. uh, frequently to the movie guys. Uh, he finds the title misleading, okay? Oh. Because if Franco arrives in the land of Oz for the first time, then he's not yet the wizard. So he's not really Oz the Great and Powerful, so this is not a movie about that. And if this is a sequel to show how he becomes Oz the Great and Powerful, they need to run into the problems of Star Wars Episode Three. You were the chosen one! Nice. <laughs> Where do you know how it ends? So why bother watching? Yeah. Well, but I think he's being a little overly faithful to how movies are named. Are they always named after how things begin in the movie? I mean, they can't be named <laughs> oh, how they end. Right? For example, A Few Good Men only had one or two in there. The rest yeah. were assholes. The rest, how <laughs> many the rest good were Demi Moore. And <laughs> Ghostbusters ended where they were Ghostbusters, but it started when they were just students getting kicked out of college. Right. Oh, but then don't just don't go there. They're going to make the Ghostbusters origin movie. Oh, and you're going to want to punch yourself. Oh, that's true. I take that. I mean, uh, not every not every movie is uh, has as accurate a title as Seven uh, Angry Men. Or 12 or Angry seven. Men. Angry. Or Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> or Seven Psychopaths. All right. 12 Angry Men. Those are accurate titles, but who needs that? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we have more news than I thought on today's uh -oh. program, because I was just reading in the recent Hollywood Reporter. Oh, yeah. That, oh, um, really? You were? Yes. I, I, that I, was I, so I got mine. well read. We got yeah. I, I mine happen here. to have mine here, too. I just have to bring it. I have my... Does, is Don Cheadle gracing the cover of mine? Yes. Well, mine's a watch spectacular. Bang I got the um, East Coast version. Oh. Um, well, see, in here, if you open it up, yes, there's an inside? article oh, that's see. in all these various uh, <laughs> Wait a numbers. second. Wait uh, a talking second. about the, the, the several film projects that are in development based <laughs> on uh, people expecting this Oz and Great and Powerful to be a huge hit. It's so What are you laughing about? <laughs> It's yours. Yeah, what are you what's about? happening? Can I tell you after the show or right now? Oh, no, right. The okay. pages are sticking together. Uh -oh. We've already done that joke. <laughs> Wait, did you go to a different script that I have in there? <laughs> yes. Okay. A different show. You can look on with that. Do you need to look on with I that? Found, I found the Do one you need to find your, your Hollywood Reporter buddy? I... <laughs> Always work in pairs when you're doing sketch comedy. No, no. It's safe for that way. <laughs> I found that one. I found that Cyber script. Criminal Iowa. Okay, listen. Jonah we all have Hill. your magazines. Exactly. This is the deal. No, this is the most current one, Paul. I have it. I want to I report what all exactly right. Hollywood Reporter is saying about upcoming movies okay. uh, based on backstories of other Oz characters. I find it fascinating. Because, uh, let's see. Now, action will be the name of the game for this origin story as 20th Century Fox jumps on the Wizard of Oz prequel bandwagon with Rise of the Planet of the Flying Monkeys. <laughs> yes, the famous airborne simians will take center stage as we see how Oz Laboratories experimented on them in an attempt to make them smarter and also fly. They use advanced brain pathology to determine proper DNA augmentation. 
and also make them have sex with birds. Unfortunately, <laughs> the worst instincts of both creatures remained, causing them not only to crap on the hood of my car, but also to throw it there. <laughs> Tired of being experimented on by an evil scientist, played by Peter Tork. They escape to Oz to join forces with the witch who gives them a place to live and all of the velour vests they can wear. Ooh. I would see that movie. I, I would see For the see ending that. alone. For yeah. the ending alone. For, those, for the costumes alone. I'm sure they'll be nominated. Well, you caught up with the rest of Well, as, as I leaf through the pages of my most current Hollywood reporter, yes? I see that there is a story here about the Lollipop Guild oh. getting the backstory treatment. The hell you say? In a movie called I'm Gonna Get You a Sucker. That is really stupid. That is Continue. really now, stupid. Now, this is the story. This apparently is the story of the lollipop factory workers oh. who fight to unionize in an effort to get fair wages, better health care, and water fountains they can reach without having to use a stool. <laughs> now, after years of being subjected to asbestosis in the workplace and excessive. Asbestos. Asbestosis in the workplace. And well, they can give you asbestosis. Continue. Over prolonged periods of exposure, yes. Yes. Uh, and excessive contact with sour apple-based paint. Oh, oh that is dangerous. They become tired of being short-changed hey. and getting the short end of the stick. Nice. These mini Norma Rays refuse to be looked down upon <laughs> by management. Keep it up. And then so they stand on the shoulders of organized labor <laughs> yeah. to rise up and lick the odds nah. and the very lollipops they slave to make each day. Mm. In the end, they find strength in numbers as they form a collective that forever influences the way the world views little people. We Now, this is a guild, right? Not a union. That's correct. What is, I'm sorry, but what is the difference? The guild doesn't help actors get work. Continue, Adam. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm just happening to see here, zing, right here on zing. page 14, that another movie musical comes oh. to the big oh. screen with Toto Begins. So Toto Begins is about one of the big screen's most famous canines, recounting the tale, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> of a wire hair terrier that was raised by a gay man in Boston. <laughs> the sudden and unexpected death of his owner leaves Toto with nowhere to run to. And so, is the thing with this? Yes. after a it's life a musical. It's a musical. pampered grooming and Evian-filled water bowls, the intrepid little pooch ditches his pink rhinestone-studded collar and sets out on his own in an attempt to make good on his gay owner's dying wish to meet Judy Garland. And so, carrying with him little more than the love of a Broadway show tunes, Toto wanders the country in search of his beloved's inspiration. After fruitless searches in such exotic locales as Cleveland... And Chicago. Oh, who I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I One, can't two, find this feeling. 25 or 624. Oh. I picked the wrong song. Toto eventually finds his way to the Great Plains of Kansas. Carry on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I have. There you go. <laughs> All right, enough. Where, of course, his dream comes true. Somewhere. I, I would watch that movie. One of those found music musicals, it's like, like uh, Rock of Ages. Uh, Mamma yeah. Mia. What was the other one? Mamma Mia. Mama Mia. Mama yeah, Mama I would yeah. watch Mama Mia. What else we got? Leaving no backstory untouched. Mm -hmm. 
the famous Angry Trees are also going to get a big screen origin story in Terrence Malick's The Talking Trees of Life. Ouch! What do you think you're doing? They don't have a song. <laughs> they don't have a song. <laughs> it's not a musical ball. It's, no, okay. no, it's yeah, exactly. a serious drama. Uh, it's Malick. Malick. This time, mm. Malick delivers a message about the value of human life as symbolized mm. through deforestation. Mm. Human cells dying day by day are contrasted with an apple seed as it grows into a tree. Mm. George Clooney and Marianne Cotillard play woodsmen <laughs> who never speak any lines and symbolize our <laughs> thirst for knowledge as it contrasts with religious censoring of basic desires as, like Adam and Eve, they pick the apple that turns the tree, or perhaps God, <gasps> angry, and they realize they are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Humans and trees become intertwined until the trees speak. Then we see Neptune, then a nuclear explosion and a clownfish enveloped in a sea of anemone. Anemone. Easy for you to say. It's so brilliant. Terrence, <laughs> it's so brilliant that Terrence Malick can't even make sense of it. <laughs> but it's already nominated for an Oscar. Nice. Yes. Congratulations. Know, the right things here. you learn from Hollywood Reporter. Oh, wow. Good Subscribe thing. today. <laughs> Fascinating. We did once. All right. Uh, whoa, Ooh. hey, time's ticking away, <laughs> folks, because we got another movie. It's a big oh. uh, week. I want to get. I want to make sure we cover everything that's coming out. Um, what do we so, got? We, well, we've got... Emperor sounds like a surefire Oscar contender, but the March release date should tell you a very different story. <laughs> Is this about a penguin again? <laughs> a penguin movie? No, it's Emperor in the month of March, not uh, the March, March of the Emperor. Of the right, now, if you guys okay. could just uh, handle this preview for me, that'd be great. I got to start the music and get out. Wait, Paul, you got to get Paul, out of here, Paul. Where are you going? Yeah, I got to get. I got a weekend uh, thing, a big commitment. I've already. Me and a friend of mine were going up to Wine Country. Wine so, wait, 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 Paul. I don't. Wow. I don't know if you've noticed this, but you kind of run the show. Yeah. So. Okay, well, not today, guys. You can handle this. Just tell All the people right. about Emperor. It'll be fine. Uh, here's the music. All right. All right. We'll drive well. safely. Okay. Good luck, Paul. <clears throat> Finally, a movie for the dad with a hardbound copy of Herman Wilk's Winds of War on the shelf in his wood panel, Den Demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Say, do you need some more monotone, understated gravitas in your movie? <laughs> well, Tommy Lee Jones is still alive as ever, sort of. Tommy Lee Jones, one of the last great Tommies working in cinema today, plays General Douglas MacArthur. Hear that? That's them nailing it. <laughs> and the award... <laughs> We spare no expense. That, that is a great sound effect, you guys. With Paul gone, we do our best we can. That's the award for easiest casting call mm. going to casting Tommy Lee Jones to play a crusty, terse, take-no-shit military order barker. <laughs> well, so much like the Bad News Bears, MacArthur goes to Japan. While the dramatic plot centers around <laughs> MacArthur's decision to keep the nation from chaos by keeping Emperor Hirohito in a figurehead leadership role while the case against him as war criminal builds momentum, but there seems to be a good chance for humor as the brash American must stop scratching his balls for a second to learn the rules of Japanese culture. <laughs> Which, from my personal experience, is just saying thank you before and after everything you say. As in, Arogata gozaimasu, I'll trade you the auto industry and baseball for your war criminal leader, I think we made out in that deal. Now, after Japan surrendered, MacArthur was left as the de facto president of Japan, or emperor, or uh, prime minister, or whatever they call their president. Alderman. I think it's alderman, it's right? It's alderman. alderman. Okay. It's alderman. That's, that's 53rd Ward. 
Something Alderman Japan like yes. is the 53rd ward. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is going to go be that. <laughs> Matthew Fox returns to acting after having taken a break to star in the Tyler Perry spy action thriller Alex Cross. Oh. <laughs> it's a movie for my grandfather's generation. Unfortunately, my grandfather is too old to remember who MacArthur or Hirohito are anymore. <laughs> Play the thing. I just did. Can oh, you touch okay. it? I did. There you go. Yay! You know, without Paul here, it's really tough to. Okay, well, so let's move on to the next thing because no, Paul's actually, not here. Actually, hey, hello, hello. But we're thrilled to have this Boy. film, Adam. We're very thrilled to what? have this film here because it gives us an opportunity to bring another guest into the studio, oh, the Movie Guys studio. Yes. So everyone, if you would please welcome from the Tommy Lee Jones School of Acting, huh. Guff Sterner. Welcome to the welcome to the show. You got your set. Did you find parking your, all right, Guff? Good to be here. Yeah, yeah this is exciting yes, stuff. Okay. You know, uh, uh, new Tommy Lee Jones movie. I think four months since the last one's too long to wait, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I know you wanted to come here today and introduce the Tommy Lee Jones method uh, to all our listeners. So let's... let's yeah, well, it's let's... just as valid as uh, and effective as the uh, Meisner, Stanislavski, uh, Timberlake, or any of the other methods that are out there. Uh, four Oscar nominations, I mean, it's all good. Uh, everything, you, you can't be wrong with that, right? Well, I, I... Sorry, I just happened to notice you have a British dialect, and I was just wondering, how does... Tommy Lee Jones, um, how do you use that? Is it, is it a hurdle to get over your accent to uh, no, do no, no, Tommy no, Lee? No, no, you see, the Tommy Lee Jones method is something you simply put on. You wear it like a coat. Become, oh. the, become the character. Hmm. You know. okay. uh, for example, uh, have you noticed that Tommy you. Lee Jones, when he plays um, characters like MacArthur, Ty uh -huh. Cobb, um, Thaddeus Stevens in the Lincoln film, you know, he just applies the same method and becomes the character. Yeah, but yeah, makes sense. All, uh, yeah, but all the characters sound the same. I mean, did he do any research to determine what those characters were like? I mean, maybe they didn't all sound like Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, and what does Tommy Lee Jones sound like? But Boom, there you have it, the okay. method. Uh, oh. That's impressive. I didn't see that. I, I, for one, am happy that you're here. I'm, I'm an actor, and I take uh, acting workshops. And I have an audition workshop on Monday, and they assigned me this monologue from Aaron Brockovich. Hmm. And I was wondering Ooh. if... Maybe, this will be good right? for you, Karen. Yeah, this will be good. I will be able to get some maybe some coaching. Would that be oh, too presumptuous? Absolutely. To you have the text me? with you. I do. Perfect. I have it right, right. here. It's the uh, it's one of the thing. monologues. All right. <clears throat> it's one where Aaron Eckhart he asks Aaron for her phone number and she gives him this long list of numbers. Oh, it's a list monologue. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. See, Tommy Lee Jones' method works great with lists. Yeah. A okay. Warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, doghouse, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Wow. Go ahead. Give it outside coaching. Go ahead. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> a little nervous. Focus, center. How about this for a number? Six. Now, see, now, all right, out of the gate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to be more tense. What? Give me tenseness, terseness, some of that. Go. How about this for a number? Six. All right, how about, how about this for a number? Six. How about this for a number? Six. All right, okay, good, okay. good, 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 good. Oh, wow. right, That's how old my other daughter is. Eight is the age of my son. Two is how many times I've been married and divorced. Can you clip the speech a little more? Cut off the words as if you're being interrupted. What do you mean? Cut off the words as if oh. you're being interrupted. Sixteen <laughs> is the number of dollars I have in my bank account. Eight five zero three nine four three. That's good. Eight five zero four nine four three. That's my, my phone number. number. Go. Uh, Keep and up the pace. with all the Let's numbers I give you, I'm guessing zero is the number of times you're going to call it. 
We did not tune into the show to hear you mess this monologue up. And all the numbers I gave you, I'm guessing zero's the number of times that you're going to call it. Give me that last line again. Zero's the number of times you're going to call it. See, that's perfect. Now you sound exactly like wow. Aaron Brockovich. Wow, oh that God. was amazing. She's a real she person. Right into the room. For a like, second there, check. I thought he was going to make you do push-ups. But no, he brought you off the <laughs> there. That was, that was good. great. Wow. I'm, so I'm that's pretty excited. much it. You okay. just uh, you, you join in with uh, clipping the, the words very tightly, uh, picking up the pace, raising your timber up Guff. into the air, southern mm -hmm. accent for everything. Guff, do you mind? Actually, time is ticking. Time is ticking. Uh, so oh, we've, we, I want to do just uh, want to show you it can be applied to any type of oh. text. So uh, we've got out some Shakespeare, have we not? Oh sure. Do you have, what do you have? Let's all try this together, gentlemen. It's a gentleman's monologue. So let's the three of us oh, try. Okay. It. All right. Just uh, from what you heard uh, Karen do, which was stunning, by the way. Bring these methods to the text, and we'll do the uh, Hamlet's right, greatest I I soliloquy. It. I think I got it thanks to your expert coaching. Here we go. To be or not to be, that is a question. Women is noble to mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes, take art and get to see a trouble. If I oppose again, then to die to sleep no more. If I sleep to say we end the heartache, a thousand hours of shock, take pleasures there too. Tis a consummation of how to be wished. All right, thank you. Wow, that was amazing. That's all I have time for. Sterner. I can't believe that came out of me. I can't believe it either. magic, isn't it? The method does wonders. It works miracles. It really does. I'm glad Guff was able to. I think that's going to help you out in your audition. I think it's going to help me in my audition. It's That's going to help me in all different gonna, periods of my absolutely. life. Absolutely. I think wow. we should do the rest of the show. Got like this. Hey, Tommy Lee Jones. Hey, Paul, you missed the coolest thing. What I miss? You, you missed You missed us learning to talk like this. We can like all talk this. like Tommy Lee Jones now. We can all talk like Tommy Lee Jones now. It's amazing. What the hell happened? I'm going to go through a drive-thru and order cheeseburger, french fries, milkshake. Listen, listen. Where, where were you though, Paul? I mean, I just went up the coast, like I told you, with a friend of mine. His last go round before he became a you know married man, he was a bachelor, which was tough to bear because I'm still going through my divorce uh -huh. and all that, coupled with the idea of me being a failed writer, which I'm finally owning up to. So it was a bit of a back, black cloud during the whole trip, to be honest with you. But I did meet a nice girl named Maya, who I'm going back to see after the wedding. What? Paul, um, hmm. kind of sounds like the plot to Sideways. Yeah, my whole life is the plot to Sideways. No. Let's not waste any more time, Shelley. It's time right. for Karen's weekly look at the All birthdays right. of those who make the movies. Starting out our birthday celebrations this week is Emilio Estefan, who turns 60, but can play anywhere from... Emilio <laughs> Estefan? Yes, just stay with it. From music and restaurant mogul to Emilio Estevez, according to my father. <laughs> he doesn't really have anything to do with the movies, but he's married to Gloria Estefan, and I like her, so happy birthday to Emilio. Oh, wow. Our next birthday is a boy who is a well-known actor and who as our birthday boy is a well-known actor, producer, and director, Rob Reiner, hey. who's turning 68, but can play anywhere from Meathead to Oscar nominee for a few good Oh, men. few good men. Sorry, oh. Pointing at me saying yes. Rob Reiner. Over his long yeah. and successful career. Yeah, he's bald, career. I'm bald. We get it. <laughs> he's written for the Smothers Brothers. He starred in All in the Family and directed Stand By Me, The Princess Bride. This is this is Final Tap when Harry met Sally. When you got a list, just burn through it like you, like you got somewhere so, to be. I guess you have to say, I'll have what he's having. Also oh. celebrating is the taller half of the comedy duo, Penn and Teller. Penn July, who turns 58, but can play anywhere from a liberal atheist to my favorite person to follow on Twitter. True story, he is how I found out that Michael Jackson died. What? <laughs> Last up, yeah, he tweeted it, and I was sitting there getting ready for a rehearsal, and I went, holy shit, Michael Jackson died. Pendula should July. never be your first source of information. And last up, our birthday week is Jenna Fisher, who turns 38, but play anywhere from front office receptionist to a waitress. Even though she's a big star, we have a lot in common. She came to L.A. to pursue acting from a little town. She did The Artist's Way. She performed in Murder Mysteries. She even performed a documentary that was screened at Troma Dance, much like us, and my husband wants to have sex with her. <laughs> he wants to have sex with you, too. Just like me. Okay. So there you that's, go. That's the real Hey, I saw that. What? 
I saw that. Naughty. I saw what you said. Well, if it, I if saw it matters, what you said. You're looking at me all funny. I'm looking at you funny. If it matters, I want to have sex with all of you. Hey! Oh, hey, speaking of Adam, we actually uh, have only a couple <laughs> seconds here to go a little something called Adam Goes On Too Long. I'd like to forego the standard segment Adam Goes On Too Long to play... Scandinavian director anagram challenge. Actually, you know what, Adam? We don't have any time. Oh, come on! I thought that was going to be sorry. Eight o'clock. Yeah, it's eight o'clock, which means our show is done. But please check us out at themovieguys.net, Facebook.com/slash themovieguys, at themovieguys on Twitter, and we're on Vine. Search for the Movie Guys, and you'll find our six-second movie reviews. We'll go record some more tonight. What do you say? There are always new movies coming out, so we're always showing up, giving you what we got. Check us out on Vine, Twitter, Facebook, Girls Club. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.